Good. I'm going to say calendar date. And welcome to Richard and Carl present Deep Space and Dragons. I'm Richard. Some days I'm the protagonist. And I am Carl, and I'm only on the days that the Mayan calendar tells me I'm the protagonist. I, I gotta follow that Mayan calendar. I don't know what kind of calendar you guys are following. Maybe a lunar calendar, maybe the Gregorian calendar, but whatever calendar it is, just just don't lose track of what day it is. I worked really hard to set up my metric calendar so everything's in hundreds, like a year is a thousand days, and each day is ten hours, and each hour is ten minutes, and it would infuriate everybody. Well, yeah, apparently, actually, the the international system uh, the, uh, of the metric system um, is uh, they did have a t an attempt to uh, implement metric time, uh, but uh, it was just way too hard to get everybody on board. I mean, not even everybody's on board with the metric system in general yet, so it's like getting everybody to getting the whole world to agree that we don't have 24 hours in a day at... That's going to be messy. That is deeply tragic and also not at all surprising. Like, imagine even trying to get people to meet up. When would anyone know when the meeting was if it's to meet up about metric time? <laughs> and with that, let's move yeah. into... To no Actually, I'm going to start with the usual. What's new in the world of Carl? The Carlverse. The essay mm. Carlos. Uh, so... My, uh, I've been living in this house for a year now. Uh, we haven't I haven't been doing our, our podcast for that long yet. But, but I uh, I started on some projects while I was here. You know, I have a um, a fake uh, artificial sunlight window that I that I've been procrastinating on, and I have a sandblaster, a homemade sandblaster, I've been procrastinating on. Uh, you know, a couple couple of little projects like that. But with the lease coming up, I was kind of concerned that I would have to like have to move out and then I wouldn't be able to get a place with the garage but the good news is uh, I found roommates to replace the person who moved out and now we can just move to a month to month lease until my landlord decides that he actually wants to tear down the house which might be never because if we're renting it he doesn't need to tear it down that is excellent and reminds me of the horror stories that with the chain of roommates I went through from age 19 to 23 <laughs> but it is nice that you won't have a second house be turned into a parking lot which I hear doesn't happen I mean, to not Carl's. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's still not for certain because uh, the guy took a while to get back to us about renting up the house in the first place because he was thinking about tearing it down. Uh, but due to a uh, pandemic uh, that you might guys might have uh, heard about or experienced. We don't talk um, about Bruno. <laughs> uh, lumber prices were ridiculously high. And so tearing down the house was not economical. So he, he said uh, he would put us on a year lease and then we'd move to month to month uh, until he decided to tear down the, down the house. Uh, the global situation doesn't really seem to be stabilizing. I mean, uh, Ontario is in denial. <laughs> when I went to the campus last week, I'm like, I have a mask and I have like a vaccine port and they're like, COVID's over. I'm like, there's no way this half-assed guard, the guard just said that and shrugged. So I'm like, uh... <laughs> I proceed to then give a couple students a tour, but I'm like, um... Is... Co that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but in any event, uh... I mean... Like, my gift basket still had a mask in it, so I don't think it's over, but I don't know. I get, I'm pretty slow on the uptake. I'm the kind of person that'd be a divorce for a year before he realized it. Mm. 
I I uh, went swimming actually this week, which Ooh. is is it was kind of uninteresting, but uh, went swimming. That's like my second favorite the, element. <laughs> the civic center uh, still required that you wear masks to go and uh, pay for your swimming, and then you take off your masks when you go. I was into about the to make room, a waterboarding jo- joke, kind of, but anyway. <laughs> well, I, I thought that was kind of kind of interesting, just because it's like. Uh, everything else is like, no, you don't need masks anymore. And then the civic center is like, well, no, we still need a mask for those, you know, five minutes between when you come in the door and when you get to the change room. Because I do enjoy the visual of trying to swim with a mask on. <laughs> well, uh, the the regulations actually mandated that you that you're required to take off your mask when you're in the pool. Yeah, because waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so what's what's new in the Richard verse? We'll say. Okay, so first off, as always, I'm I basically been saying yes to every single student activity that comes up because, mm. despite my advanced age, I'm a paying student and I will get every penny out of the student title that I possibly can. Yet, you are you are definitely living that professional student life right now. It is delightful. So we did like a workshop on anxiety management. I did a panel in front of a bunch of people from the Ontario College Board about course renewals. I gave a full hour presentation on how to do group projects. I've been doing some tutoring type stuff. Like I've been busy. A lot of students in my program have been submitting me work to read. People mm-hmm. asked me about how they could set up an anonymous smut selling company. I told them that, well, <laughs> you're both of age, but I am, I have, I don't want to ask questions, and I don't think I should have questions. Here's a tutorial of how to set up an Amazon page. Go nuts. Mm. It's like no judgment here, but also I don't want any copability either. <laughs> so right, right. So I've just been super busy. I started jogging again after you told me I was going to die from sitting in my chair too much. I didn't actually like. I, I didn't mean to to inspire you to to be uh, more more uh, active, but at the same time, like you know, being active is uh, important for entire the health of your entire being. And really. on that note, right? so we did have an original episode plan, but I I'm gonna put something past you to see what you think. So one of our most possible mm-hmm. popular segments is the random question of the day. Mm. I have a list here that's called 36 questions that lead to true love. Would you like to go through this list of 36 questions with me for the sake of our bromance? Well, okay, that does that depends. Uh, is this true love or is this to blave? Let's check it out. To fall in love, study psychologist Arthur Aaron, intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by asking a specific question. The questions are broken into sets with each set tending to be more intimate than the next one. Now this seems fair for wait, wait. romancing. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that my Princess Bride reference would 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 fit in here. Absolutely. All right. So, question one: If given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Who would I want as a dinner guest? There's no wrong That's... answers, but I don't recommend Lex Luthor. <laughs> or, or Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a dope dinner with Bruce Wade, though, like... Because <clears throat> he's well, buying. See, I don't... Hmm. <laughs> that is... That's a really, like, tough question. Like, anyone in the entire world, anyone throughout history, anyone in, in all of, like, fiction? Like, jeez. Like, my first thoughts that's is, a, like, a, do I say me and cool. go metaphysical and interview myself? 
Does it just, like, then operate a second me, and then there's just two of me for the value play? Do I go Jesus? <laughs> is that worth it, like, for the just the implications? Do I say God, and then it ends up being that pink-haired chick from Future Diary? <laughs> you know, that would... I apologize for my use of the word chick, but I do not apologize for my reference, or my blatant attack on God there. Because uh, last manga I checked, that's who's good. currently acting as God. Uh, but okay, okay. Well, so uh, hypothetically speaking, it depends on how like serious you want to get about this because like, uh, you can only go back like, mm, I think it was three hundred years before the English language has changed too much that you uh, that you wouldn't actually be able to understand what. The I like these parameters. The I like what you're doing English. here. Let's put on the parameters of they'd have to know modern English. They cannot be fictional, and. Mm. Since I don't want to be slapped, it's not going to be Will Smith. <laughs> uh, so in that case, if I'm going think, real people I want to chat with, I'll let you go first. I think I wouldn't mind uh, talking with Samuel L. Jackson because he's made a lot of really uh, interesting movies and uh, he'd have a lot of insider knowledge about what's going on in Hollywood. And I like... That's Since Martin Scorsese called the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe a roller coaster ride, I've kind of been like actually interested in in the future of of uh, video entertainment. That is very fair. Like very high up on my list would be either Neil Gaiman or Terry Pratchett if I'm going authors because that seems like mm. it'd be a very useful thing. But I'm going to go with, and this is going to be a controversial answer. I'm going to say Doug Ford. I want to ask him yeah. some blatant questions about the choices they've made <laughs> over this dinner. Also, like Trudeau, I'd flip a coin, because I'd love to just sit there with Justin Trudeau in a dinner he cannot escape and ask him some very serious mm. questions. Like, I would be, like, tr lacing this food with truth serum. Mm. And I asked this to some of the students a while back <laughs> of the dinner question. They're like, can you use this as a way to get rid of an enemy? So, because I'm like, okay, well, like, uh, do I just say Putin and then like poison the meal? Are are you trying to find your your assassin true love here? Like I thought that was the, the, <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, so that that's question one of thirty six. All right, let's move on to the next one. We're making good time. I feel like we'll get through right. this. Question okay, two: okay. Would you like to be famous, and in what way? We already know the answer for me: best-selling author, D and D themed swimming pool you can see from space. I do want to be famous, but not as Carl Pohl. Ooh, you want to be infamous? Uh, Please continue. Not necessarily that I want to be infamous. It's more like uh, it. Uh, if someone has a pseudonym and nobody actually like knows who the real person is, are you Banksy? And then like you know, you'd have to tell like, me if you're a Banksy. Like, okay, you. It, I made a Princess Bride reference already, but. Uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts yes! from the Princess Bride. Uh, the the main character Wesley, he he leaves to find his fortune, and then his uh, ship supposedly gets sank by the Dread Pirate Roberts. But he becomes friends with the Dread Pirate Roberts, and then that guy decides that he wants to retire. Uh, so they get a whole new crew. The real Dread Pirate Roberts uh, stays on as his first mate, convinces everybody that Wesley's the, the Dread Pirate Roberts, and then that story can continue 
and he can retire rich with all the treasure that he got as a pirate. So, and so I, I love I, this. I, I really like the idea that it's like, you know, I have my own personal life and I can just like retire and pass the torch to, to anybody I want, really. Uh, but nobody actually knows who I am, so, you know, nothing has to change. That is delightful. That was a really good answer. I'm following in love already. All right, question three. <laughs> Before me. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you said you want to be a. Be a yeah, uh, like, my uh, face is already on a book. It's pretty like. straightforward what my goal is in life. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? And why? Before making a telephone call? I will upload to be a Zoom call as well. Because that will let you answer with what you want to say. What? No, no, um... I, I don't actually make very many telephone calls. This is kind of almost a dated question. I mean, add, adding Zoom call in does... Uh, or Discord or whatever. Like, any kind of pre-planned phone call. So any kind of pre-planned uh, chat session would be fair game. I, I... If I'm talking to someone in person, I think a lot more about what it is that I want to say. Uh, but if I'm calling someone, it's like I, I, I know that no amount of pre-planning will actually prepare me for what their answers are going to be. So I just, huh. I just wing it. That's crazy because I'm the exact inverse. Like if I'm making a phone call, especially if it involves an actual telephone, like some kind of savage from the cave ages, I will have post-it notes of key points I need to hit. Like for example, mm. if I'm calling the dentist, I'll have my healthcare number and my phone number on a post-it note. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so I can very smoothly bring up the points I need to. Like, for example, I did like five meetings this week, and I have like 17 virtual post-it notes, one for each one, like point one, two, three, four. but they're not rehearsed. They are like yeah, yeah, okay. talking points, so if I get stuck, I know what kind of what I want to try and go with. Mm-hmm. So I've never rehearsed a phone call, but I've definitely had notes prepared. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, so what's the next question? What would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day or a perfect date? Day. D-A-Y. Mm. Um, so, when I went to Japan with your with your brother there, Richard... <laughs> oh, man, this is hilarious. <laughs> For so many reasons. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed just, like, walking around uh, Japan, going to all the touristy stuff... And the only thing that could have made that day better is if I had actually been able to find the swimming pool at my hotel. That is fair. That's <laughs> that would be a perfect day. Like not necessarily Japan specifically, but but <clears throat> like just like walking and hiking and like nature hiking, city hiking, it doesn't really matter. I, I actually really enjoy just like walking around and, and looking at stuff. That's fair. Like uh oh. Jerry Seinfeld did a bit about how uh, there's nothing more manly than just walking around looking at stuff. So it's like men wanted to go to the moon because, you know, you just go look around, see what's up there. I mean, considering how many times me and you have just went wandering. Yeah, no, that tracks. <laughs> what's your perfect day? Well, thanks to the power of my ADHD, every time I get asked this question, the answer will probably be different. Right. Because, like, I've had some pretty good days. Like, when me and Cassie went to PEI and stayed in a cabin on a beautiful island and just kind of, mm. like, enjoyed it is a pretty good day. Like, the thing is, I mm. like a lounge day as much as I like an adventure, but adventures drain me out more. 
So honestly, my mm. perfect day is probably in, likely to involve a hot tub and a book at part of it. It's like I want to spend the right. day part with people I enjoy having fun with, hanging out, and then I want to spend the evening relaxing and removing the stress from spending my day with people I love and want to hang out with. So a yeah, perfect... I, I, I have... Sorry, I, I, was, I was just going to say, I have always wanted to uh, rent a hotel room with, with a friend and just have like a non-romantic like... A bromantic hotel vacation. Night at that in, uh, in Moose Jaw, where they have the mineral spots specifically. Oh, yeah. It'd be cool to like go... Go see the tunnels and, and then... With a uh, name yeah. that shall not be mentioned, I definitely did the Moose Jaw rooftop hot tub thing. I'm like, yeah, no, I think I'm going to put that in my perfect day. Not because of the person I was with. Hell with them. But the combination of nice hotels rooms, smooth drinks, and uh, cool air out in a hot tub on the roof? Yeah, nah. Mm -hmm. Same with the magical healing hot springs. Those were pretty nice, too. Oh, yeah. Waskasu. Yeah. All right. On to the next question. When did you last sing to yourself? And when did you last sing to someone else? I'll start with this mm. one. Last sing to myself. So we had a class on musicals on Friday. Me and a <laughs> classmate had uh. tuned out for the class on musicals and were instead writing a musical in the chat log about drinking mm. games. And there was a mm. song about... It was a romantic ballad to pizza bagels. So it was me trying to hum along to come up with a romantic ballad about pizza bagels. <laughs> so that's the last time I sung to myself. When's the last time you sang to yourself? Uh, well, I mean, I often sing to myself at work, uh, especially uh, if we get uh, any like last-minute deliveries and I have to sit around waiting for the uh, for the delivery driver to come back. Uh, I really like the acoustics. Uh, after all the equipment is turned off, I really like the acoustics in the, in the front lobby, and I just like just like to sing while I wait for the uh, for the drivers fair. to come back. So the, to someone else. And this story's just between you and me and her thousands of listeners. So in my first serious <laughs> relationship, where I was desperately trying to be a romantic, I most definitely mm. sang a romantic ballad on their voicemail so they'd pick it up and hear it. <laughs> so I like tried to sing a love song into their voicemail. Mm. And that is the last time I've sang to somebody else because several breakups later, in theory, they still might have that voicemail. If they ever feel Ooh. the need to extort me. It wouldn't work, because I don't have shame. But <laughs> recording myself singing a ballad to somebody else I was super into. Not happening again. Uh, the last time I sang to someone else... Uh, <clears throat> was it my I, brother uh, at karaoke please. in Japan? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> well, it is the karaoke story. Uh, but not in Japan. It, it was... Uh, there was a girl I was hoping to maybe hook up with, and I invited her to uh, to karaoke because she w was in musicals, and like uh, there was a Queen musical that she was doing, and she was like, uh, I mean, she was the so part of me that's a practicing shadow. feminist has to be like to hook up with, but then again, it's also empowering because both genders are allowed to hook up. So as long as consent is involved, yeah, you can definitely take someone to karaoke to try and hook up with them. That's fair game. Well, I mean, and I mean, I made the play mistake of letting uh, of not picking her up. So then, obviously, she just kind of drove home afterwards. It was a good time. I enjoyed singing, and apparently, she liked my singing voice. I will say uh, the play but, mistake uh, of letting them have access to transport to leave sounded a little creepy there, bud. Well, okay, okay. I mean, I'm just saying that it's like 
if you if you want the night to go beyond where you are, it's it's definitely Use like more convenient. To be like, okay, I can give you a ride. Like, uh, like here's the really? thing. So if you're in this situation, they drove, you drove, you met up together. You could still say, mm-hmm. "Want to come back to my place? We'll just Uber back to your car in the morning." <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I guess you could just use your words. But there, there, there are alternative ways. That's true. I just, just like you know. But other than calling mm-hmm. you out on things you've picked up from sitcoms growing up, uh, no, it, it just. I guess I should stop trying to dig myself a deeper hole. Yeah, you're done. It's over. I won that round. But, at the same time, to rephrase, how'd you word the story differently? There's a girl I fancied who's into musicals, so I thought I'd go to karaoke, see if something happened. That could have been a really sweet story if you didn't tell it like Barney Stinson. (laughs) Just a pro tip. Don't try to be Barney Stinson. Be Neil Patrick Harris instead. Okay, some some of my uh, other female friends afterwards were like, yeah, that was a play mistake, you should have picked her up. Yeah! If you wanted it to be a date, you pick them up. I mean, no, you say, would you like it to be a date in words, using the word date, and then you pick them up. Like, consent is king, my friend. Right, yeah, yeah, that that's true. Can, consent is That key. was your actual I play mistake, not... was not saying, would you like to go on a karaoke date and use the word date. <laughs> mm, yeah, you're probably right. But let's continue along, because we've made pretty decent things through set one of three sets of questions. Okay. <laughs> Here's the next one. If you're able to live to the age of 90, and you can either retain the body or the mind of a 30-year-old, which would you want? So, the sorry, from the last... So, between the ages 60 and 90, you can either have the body of a 30-year-old or the mind of a 30-year-old. That's, that's a very strange question. Right? I mean, I would take the body of a 30-year-old because even though if my mind starts to go, it won't be combined with pain. So even if I start being, like, forgetful and old-person-brained, I won't have the other countless health conditions that come with it. And I'd rather be, like, a less observant himbo than at peak intelligence and hurting to move. uh, I definitely agree. Um, Because, like, if you... start being uh, old, old person brained, I suppose. Fog, brain fog. We'll brain say. fog. Let's you be start, polite about start it. having brain fog. Um, it's uh, You're less likely to just die still, from like, it. Yeah, like, yeah. if you, like, have a seizure and you're in the body of a 30-year-old, you'll probably recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that feels like I a pretty straightforward think- one. Also, I don't actually think people get dumber as they age. Not really. Like Most people I know in their 60s and 70s, I'm not going to say their mind would be better if they were a 30-year-old. That's not really how that works. Most of their problems are physical, well, yeah. not mental. I, I, I would definitely like characterize a lot of it uh, when people get older. It's not that they get less intelligent. It's that the, the brain fog is where it's just like... Sometimes it might just take a little bit longer to uh, to process something, or uh, you might just like lose track of what you're what you're thinking about. But not necessarily that you're any less intelligent. All right, on to the next question: For what in life do you feel the most grateful? I'm really happy mm. that I have a dope support system in check right now. Like I have good f- friends, a okay family member, a loving cat. <laughs> My job and life are pretty good, but a lot of that comes from the support system. Like, I wouldn't have went back to school if I didn't have Cassie there as emotional support. 
mm-hmm. and my life has gotten immensely better since going back to school. But that was based on the support system, you included. Because you'll recall me saying, if I go back to school and I'm about to die, how much money can you lend me in an emergency? <laughs> yeah. So um, you're counted you know, among that support system. I feel like we're falling in love already because this right? is two questions in a row where we basically have the same answer. Because, uh, I mean, like my uh, secret fear, uh, my, my, my mom says that she prays for me every day. And I'm a little bit concerned uh, because unfortunately everyone dies eventually uh, that when when she passes and there's no one praying for me anymore that my life will become horrible oh my god it makes so much sense it's literally divine protection that's why I got food poisoning and you didn't <laughs> you know the exact incident I'm referring to too we ate the same meal and I was dead <laughs> it nearly killed me <laughs> oh man could be divine protection but oh. yeah my mom my mom has told me that she prays for me every day and i was like oh that's very very sweet and loving of you and i just i really appreciate my my family and friends yeah my support system family is family and friends like, are what makes life worth living really oh yeah like my family mostly consists of my cat and my brother but my brother would be like yo loser i bought i picked us up some cookies i'm like that is delightful if you're having a bad day and someone just say grocery order of just chocolate wafers that's a hero right right all right, so to directly invert the last question, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? About the way I was raised? Right? Hmm. See, that's that's like a butterfly effect question. Like, Yeah, geez. so as I've put on the record, I'll answer this one first. I can't change things in the past because I know too much. And I know anything <laughs> I change will horribly cascade. And remember how there was murder hornets and then they just disappeared? That's because somebody changed something and it turned into Omicron. So, (laughs) I don't mess with time travel. It don't mess with me. But I will say in all seriousness, the biggest problem I had as a kid was my learning disability was treated like a remedial you need to be in slower classes when all I needed was a laptop. So the biggest thing I would change Mm. about how I was raised is my parents having any idea how the education system worked and giving me the tools to succeed because I'm pretty sure they were no longer smart enough to help me with my homework past grade 7 <laughs> just from lack of education so that's what one thing I would change is if my parents were both college graduates that would be great without a full queuing for uh, butterfly effects because this is like pass it forward for the next generation things I'd like is educational support for people who need it but I wouldn't personally change my backstory because cascading changes uh, I think I would just want more Lego. Like, what do I change about? Re- oh re- wow, smooth. More Lego. Nice, subtle. Only changes the variant timeline by point zero one, and you get to be happier. Smooth. <laughs> All right. So this next question is a little heavy. So I'm gonna say what it is, but just skip it because it's take four minutes and tell you as much of my life story in detail as possible. We're gonna skip that. The podcast doesn't oh, need that yeah. one today. That one's a bummer. The next one, name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Are you the partner in this situation? Yes. <laughs> that is how these questions work. Well, I mean, I'm just wondering, uh, just uh, just double checking. Because I uh, definitely could answer three things me and Cassie have in common. Like, for example, we'd like nothing more to, than to watch Turning Red while cuddled on the couch eating Thai food this weekend, but such is life. <laughs> but let's go me and you. So first thing we have in common. We are in a 
we are straight white males. Woo! I was gonna say, uh, I mean, okay, I've, I've never actually used a pickup line ever, uh, because I'm not that courageous, but yeah. one of the worst pickup lines I've ever been able to imagine is, goes like, is like, uh... I'm pretty, you're you know, pretty. No, uh, it's like, uh, I'm white, you're white, that means our kids will be white too. Wow. That's pretty terrible. So that's terrible, but yes, we're both white and male. <laughs> I'm going to undo the straight one. I'm still, like, 70-30. Like, Neil Patrick Harris or Link could take me away tomorrow. It would be game over. Matt Mercer definitely would have a uh. decent shot. <laughs> but let's go with things we do have in common. Let's see. Uh, we both like anime. That's pretty good. We both play video games together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is this, is this actually, like, six things? or I think we're like pretty much good to go. Like, we have a lot of overlap. Like... For example, we both at one point thrown a cat in mist. <laughs> and with that, we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> All right, here's one. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I think this one, one ended up being submitted one, as one of our random questions. One quality or ability. So I answered a random Twitter question the other day of what pick these three pills for which powers you'd have because those love to make their rounds. And one of them was mm -hmm. you could wake up and choose your body type for the day. Weight, height, race, gender, all of it. I would love that power as a superpower. It's just to wake up and be like, yeah, I'm just going to be fit in 18 tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> However, if we're going mm. actual human abilities, I would love JavaScript and HTML coding tomorrow. That'd be great. I could, like, triple Ooh. down on the things I could do with my, like, digital presence. Oh, man. I might take that class over the summer. So I'm going to go with programming skills. Or, I don't uh, know, maybe a quality like empathy, but I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, I think being a race car driver, like, having, having the ability right? to drive race cars. That's that sweet. Yeah, yeah. I think you're limiting yourself. Like, Go up. race car and stunt driver. <laughs> yeah. All the skills of a race car and stunt driver. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Nice. On to the next one. We're now in set two. We did skip to oh. tell our entire life story. Right, right. And we did skip the do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Because that was our very similar to our random question last week. Um, yeah, that, well, we definitely did answer that one. Although, you know, because Tuss is not linear... Uh, our audience probably hasn't heard the answer yet. Well, then they'll have to wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's the next one. If a crystal ball could tell you anything about yourself, your life, future, or anything else, what is the one question you would ask it? One question I would ask a crystal ball about my I life. I hate to do this, but I would ask it and ask it like this. With my current lifestyle, when do I die? Oh, you you want to know when you're going to die? But remember, I phrased it with my current lifestyle, so it's not an absolute and it can be changed. Mm, mm, so if it gives right. me an, a date and time, that can help me make adjustments to prevent it. But if you say, how do I mm. die? You've now death noted yourself. <laughs> you have to make sure to put in that wiggle room. Because if it's like, how do it's like 90, I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'm not going to start doing CrossFit. Don't want to jinx it. And if it's like 70, uh, I'll be like, all right, goodbye, gluten. Well, I mean, like, I'm, I would probably be pretty pretty shallow. I'd be like, uh, what's the fastest way I could make... Oh, no, see, that's a bad question. That's a bad question, because the fastest way to make money is to be evil. <laughs> it would just say evil. 
one word, and you're like, damn it, I knew it already. Screw you, Crystal Ball. <laughs> like, you'd have to be like, what's the best legal way I can increase my financial status? Or, yeah, I, oh, I, here's I, a fun one you could do. I wouldn't do it for mm-hmm. me, but for you, you should be asking, what should I go back to school for? Ooh, yeah, that would be... Like, it won't yeah, even tell well, you why, but it'll give you some interesting information. Yeah, that that is true. That would give you a lot of information about yourself. But definitely better than the financial advice from the crystal ball, because... Like, <laughs> All right. I got my financial advice from a crystal ball. That's good. Yeah, it told me to... to it's evil. kind of funny. It's just like, stop drinking. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, question 14. Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Uh, These questions are getting I've savage. Dreamt, I've, I've dreamt of going to Venice for a long time. Uh, why haven't I done it? Well, because I don't have anyone to go to Venice with, and it's expensive to travel. I see how these questions could be really effective as a first date. <laughs> like, that would have been so smooth. But tragically oh, yeah, for you... True. I have not dreamed of going to Venice, and I have no desire to do it. I think what I've dreamed of doing for a long time, and try not to judge me too hard, is taking a summer off. And I haven't done it because I've never had enough money saved up to just take a summer off. Mm. Just to write and relax and enjoy life. Like, just straight up taking a summer vacation. Like, a full two-month summer vacation. is something I've dreamed of doing for the last ten years. It's so sad, but true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never really quite understood how people actually can, like... Do that? Like, like, do that in the modern day and age. Right. All right, on to question 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Ooh. So, for, Way to put a cap on yourself. Right? So, I'm going to say I did enjoy being a best-selling author. That was pretty dope. But weirdly, I think getting hired on as a student's job is probably the greatest accomplishment. Like, going back to school so far has been the greatest accomplishment in my life. 30, quit my job, laid off, had to be a dishwasher, goes back to school, hits the honor roll, despite being like a 50% student in high school, gets hired on by the school, shows up at a seminar. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good accomplishment. I went from being dropout academic idiot to a university that foreclosed to an actual, yeah, we want to hire you on to tutor level student. So that's my accomplishment. Uh, okay, so I think probably probably my greatest personal accomplishment, um, Final Fantasy three as released on the Super Nintendo, Ooh. or six as released in the proper sequence of the series. Um, they have this uh, this scene in the in the opera house uh, where one of the characters is is replaces an opera singer because they want to steal an airship. It's kind of convoluted, but point of the matter is uh, that that the musical score for this opera was pretty awesome i thought uh and so when i went to university i had to do a recital and i uh i arranged that for piano and horn that is dope and then i actually i actually performed it at my fourth year recital Uh, and i that was uh definitely that was a lot of fun and i think that was a pretty good to to arrange a song a song like that and then actually be able to perform it live in front of an audience is, was yeah that's dope was a pretty good accomplishment I am I am impressed with that one I really thought you were gonna say you know Final Fantasy three I beat it yo I was gonna be like respect <laughs> <laughs> like yeah I beat Mega Man Zero <laughs> best accomplishment <laughs> in life 
yeah. Or like, I got ninth at a Pro Tour qualifier. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Next question, and we're gonna do like three more and wrap it up. Okay. Next question: What do you value most in a friendship? Hmm. I well, think I'll start up this one unless you want to go for it. Well, no, the, the, the thing that I value most in a friendship is, is actually pretty straightforward. Um, and I, actually, my buddy Aaron, there are a lot of uh, things about him that are, are somewhat annoying, but he has an incredible redeeming quality of being down to try anything. That is fair. And that's, that's like that's the it. number You're one quality for sure. My number one quality <laughs> is definitely stress added versus stress relieved the mm. best my best friends are the ones that reduce my stress levels mm -hmm. when i talk to you i'm not going to have an anxiety spike you're not going to stress right. my life out you're not going to make me feel worse than before i called you so my most valuable mm -hmm. thing in a friendship is that it makes me feel better after spending time with someone not worse yeah that's that's very sweet of you to say that i don't make your life worse you, well one time but as a general rule you're good twice twice you've made my life worse but the other like thousand plus times you're good you have a pretty good track record all right uh so just just out of curiosity the twice that i made your life worse was moving to swift current and then the debacle when i moved to saskatoon the saskatoon debacle and yeah, okay. your friend shooting me with a water gun after my father was murdered in his sleep by a drunk coworker. Yeah, 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 okay. That was bad. That, You're, that person's lucky to be alive. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. I'll Anyways. shoot him with a water gun and give him a shot. No. <laughs> he, he has to work at 6 a.m. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you, you really should have stopped him just for your friend's safety. <laughs> All right, so on to number 17. And 17 and 18 make a lovely couplet. What is your most treasured okay. memory? My most treasured memory? Hmm. Oh man, mine's brutal. <laughs> I'm I'm not very nostalgic. I don't I don't really treasure that many memories. Alright, so here's mine. Hmm. So after my father had passed away, we had pre-ordered Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. So mm -hmm. I got a pre-order from a game from a deceased person, and the first line of text in the game is this Eevee is left to you by your father. Mm. That is crazy. That shit yeah, is insane. Yeah, that's definitely. And then I let, it's like, I already loved Pokemon. I'm like, oh, Nostalgia Eevee. So it was devastatingly sad, but also like a very treasured memory. Because that kind of encapsulated all the good things about my father in a single moment. That I got a post-mortem right, Pokemon right. from him. So, I don't know if that triggered any nostalgia for you, because your life has been less dramatic than mine, for better or for worse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't have the anime character backstory. I mean, no, I'm like a D-rank hero. Like, I'm not like an Iron Man or a Captain America tragic. I'm like a Iron Fist tragic. You know, like kind of sad, I guess. <laughs> kind of sad. Oh no, you my parents are dead, and they left me a dragon. fortune. Kind of sad. Not the my parents were killed, and I was beaten in the streets. Sad. You know, there's <laughs> layers. Like not Bruce Wayne sad. Like the Flash sad, where he still has a living parent. Hmm. See, I, I'm trying to think of all the memories that I have that are, are like good. Well, it's just like there's not really a reason to treasure, like like uh, wow, to go all kind of gross. Uh, like uh, 
one time I spent spent some time at, I was at my grandparents' house, right? And I, I pooped my pants. Wow. Not where I thought the story and, was going. There's just no uh, way I could have guessed this. Continue. And, and then and then for some reason, I just, my grandpa just like made me wash out my underwear in the toilet. And it's like, I remember that. But you and don't. it's like, you know, I, I, it's good that I have a memory. I think you answered question, the next exactly question. A, so the next question memory. is, what's your most terrible memory? And I think you answered both, like, simultaneously there. Oh, no, my most terrible memory is when I tried to do, a, like, a cool stunt off of, off of the deck <laughs> at, my, at my house in Martinsville. Uh, and then I landed on my stomach on the concrete instead of on the grass. <laughs> Which I'm lucky I didn't land on my head, but, like... Oh, that that sucked. So I have a lot of terrible memories, but I'm going to go a pretty recent one. So me and my brother had the COVID and Miko had mm -hmm. broken into the wall. Okay. So my cat okay. was stuck in the wall because he'd climbed through a hole behind a fuse box and could not get out okay. and was crying in pain. <laughs> and me and my brother, as sick as humanly possible, had to remove a cat from a wall. <laughs> we succeeded. But I just want you to know, if you've ever had to do a tedious task, do it when you can't breathe or see, like, and your body's just, like, dead with the worst flu you've ever had in your life, and your cat's stuck at the goddamn wall. <laughs> like, I've had worse memories, but that one sticks out, and that one's gonna be there for a while. Where's that I bought you some time by answering the terrible memories. But what's your treasured one, sir? Well, no, I, I just... I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a very nostalgic person. I will like allow that. that to be your answer, and we're going to do one last question and wrap it up here. Okay. This one's kind of a brutal one, because these questions get meaner the further we go. Mm -hmm. If you knew in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're living now? Why? Ooh... If I knew I was going to die suddenly, uh, that would definitely trigger a midlife crisis. Oh, yeah. For me. Um, like, Especially if it's like a fact hmm. fact. Like, my first instinct is to try and prevent it, but if it's a fact fact, I'm getting in so much debt. Oh. Although I, I like my life right now. I might just be in pure denial. To answer it first, I think I would do exactly what I'm doing and just be in pure denial. Because... I don't have the means and resources to, like, change the world in one year, right? Like, dropping out of school and then, like, selling all my possessions to travel to India is not really going to do anything. And I'm actually pretty happy with my life right now, so I think I would just stay in denial and live the same life I'm living. I might rack up more credit card debt because I could die, but also might not, <clears throat> even though I know for a fact. Uh, so, I choose denial. Well, okay, so you're, you're going to die suddenly. Yes. So this is like this is like a, like the whole crystal ball scenario yeah. where you ask them how you're gonna die and it's like you're gonna die in one year. Let's say like oh. death note death like heart attack dead done. Yeah 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 heart attack dead. Um, yeah well. Hmm I, th I think I think my life would change the more I got closer and closer to the date because like I I would probably do crazier and crazier things but I would probably isolate myself more so I don't just like die in front of the people that I actually care about and be like, yeah, no, Ooh. I'm just gonna like, now I feel kind of on sleazy. A fun hiking trip. So like, I'd probably keep doing what I'm doing because I'm enjoying my classes, I'm enjoying my colleagues. I'd probably get more and more credit card debt. Like I just see how many credit cards I could get. <laughs> you know, You're right. If I know for sure I'm going to die, I might as well have some funds, but I'm actually enjoying most of what I'm doing right now. But I would mm. finally take that summer off and like spend it with my girlfriend. But 
Ironically, right, right. I want to make sure I die somewhere with the most impact. So I specifically make sure it was like a screening of a bad movie or a political rally or something. <laughs> so I could try and pin my death on like the unjust <laughs> cancellation of Full Metal Panic or something. Because if I know I'm dying anyway, I'm going to be like, if you don't give reduce the student tax you put on Mr. Trudeau, I will die right here, right now. And then I just do. Because <laughs> if you go on TV and be like, I will die right here, right now, if you don't fix this, and then you actually just do? What do they do? Mm. How do they not look like the asshole here? Like, did I kill myself? <laughs> There's no signs of poisoning. He just died. He was just so mad that you lied about election reform that he died on the spot in front of you. He was literally crushed by student debt. <sighs> Yeah, so that's the one difference, is I'm making sure to die in a big public manner and blaming the death on something. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm trying. I'm planning on dying in a in a cabin in the woods. I mean, aw. Also, ugh. Poor next person that finds it. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll wrap up here today. We don't have a random question of the week, because we've just done so many random questions. But, yeah. thank you everybody for tuning into our podcast. If you like our content and want to watch more of our bromance, we definitely stream on Twitch most Thursdays. Possibly mm. f- coming up Sundays, we're still figuring that out. The Waltz of Blades Deluxe Hardcover Edition is on sale. Beautiful art by AG Nonsuch. Check it out, they're a fantastic artist. And if you ever need to try and get topics or questions for episode, you can reach out by posting comments on any of our YouTube videos, and we'll be more than happy to spend far too much time overanalyzing whatever you say. If we get a direct comment that says we need an episode explaining why Batman is lawful evil, we will bring out charts. We will bring out graphs. (laughs) We will bring the truth to you through our subjective opinion. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, uh, on on the topic of uh, other ways to support us, uh, I should should note that uh, you said we stream on Thursdays, but that's... Oh, Tuesdays. Did I not say Tuesdays? You said Thursdays. So, Tuesdays. We stream on Tuesdays. <laughs> also, definitely buy the hardcover copy of uh, Richard's book, because, like... It's gorgeous. You know, he needs to continue being a professional author-slash-student, so... I really and am... also, the more you support it, the more likely he is to actually uh, write part two over the summer. Thank you for that shout-out, and take care, and have a lovely afternoon, everybody, or evening, or morning, or romantic dinner. Take care, bye. Or whatever calendar date it may be. No, for no. You. Everyone who's watching this is having a romantic dinner right now, listening to our podcast. Every single one of them. And if they're not, get your <laughs> asking, life right. Asking each other is these romantic questions to fall in love. Absolutely. <laughs> if that was our impact today, mission accomplished. And we're gonna stop recording here. I honestly think that went really bye. well. Yeah, yeah, I think that went pretty well. I mean, I know I might have accidentally seduced you with my charm, but Cassie will cut you. (laughs) 